How's everyone doing? All good? All psyched? We should be psyched. We should be excited. This is such a great oh, safer. Psyched. Psyched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Scary. Scary. What's scary? It's a wonderful safer. Fantastic. I, I makes me happy. You should be like, really, this is like, you know, self-evaluation in any, in any trait, in any field is unbelievable. And if it helps us live a better life, a more uh, complete life, it shouldn't be scary. It should be absolutely super fantastic, wonderful, exciting, joyful. I think this is joyful. It's it more easy when you explain it. Just reading it by itself is kind of uh, drier. Drier, okay. Not, not as meaningful as when you explain it with your passion Aha. And, and your little stories that make it come to life. Aha, okay, and thank you. Okay, so we're ready to go. Parakimol, number three. So we, we had talked about Zahiris. And Zahiris means that to look over our lives, to analyze our lives, to be careful, not only on the day in, day out deeds we do, like what we did today, but the worldviews that we have, the, uh, the, the, the habits that we have, the, the, the Weltanschauungs, that we follow. You know what Weltanschauung is? Nobody follows German? Weltanschauung? The overall view of the world. World view, right? Emmanuel Kant, right? The world view that we have. So how does a person be careful when doing scrutiny? Because a person can invest themselves in a lifestyle, in an idea, or, or they could get used to something, whether it's as a, a spouse, as a parent, uh, as a person, as a Jew. And you've been doing it for years, and it's not necessarily the best habit. That's the best worldview, and actually could be hurtful to what you actually want to accomplish. So he writes the Fakech al Atzma, a person who wants to uh, monitor themselves and look over themselves and analyze themselves in a healthy, happy way. So there's two general perspectives that a person needs. Ha'achas. Firstly, she's going in, a person has to c- contemplate ha'amiti, what's the true good ha'adam, that a person should choose ha'amiti what's good? <laughs> Not good, objective. Everyone knows what's good and bad. What's good for the person? Right? All of us have certain things which trigger us in positive ways and all of those things that trigger us in negative ways. Moshe Rabbeinu had things that trigger him negatively. Everybody has things negative triggers. So the first thing, if you want to be careful to be successful, to know what brings us up, what helps us, what betters us, and what brings us down. We have to have clarity what's really good for us and what's really negative for us. Right? And secondly, a person has to um, look over uh, their deeds itself. Right? So one is to know generally what's good and bad for them. That is in the deeds itself. We know that this act, right? Actually, I'm going to New York tomorrow. So I, can, I, I mentioned this. There are people, I, used to, was, I grew up in Miami Beach, Florida. People would go to Miami Beach. And for some people, it was really bad. 
they would go to Miami and they would, you know, think they're some, in some faraway island and their religiosity would go down. And other people would go to Miami and they would reboot. You would see these people, they'd get strength. It's nice in the winter. New York's cold and dark and gloomy and snowy and Miami's sunny and rejuvenating. They had break, they, had, they spent family time, they put time into learning. So, so there, it could be something's objectively bad. It's something that just how it fits into my thing, right? When sometimes you don't have a choice, so you have to, you know, you know, dealing with your mother-in-law is difficult. Dealing with your father-in-law is difficult. Now, there's the details in that, right? Dealing with a person is difficult. I'm not talking about my mom's and father-in-law because I'm going to my mother-in-law tomorrow. It just happens to be, I'm going there. She's a very nice lady, right? Uh, but then is in the pratim, a person has to know to see, and how are we doing in these areas? One is to have a general idea. So is, is, is with application. This is when you're doing these things and you're not doing these things. You shouldn't do anything, ideally now. And you say, you mentioned scary, right? So scary, scared to me is something that's unaccomplishable, right? What do I look at as scary? I look at a scary thing that I'm ex- expected from me that I cannot do. That, to me, I view as scary, right? Something scary is something that I, it's not in my real or, or extraordinarily difficult to do. What's not scary is something we could do, right? Is that fair? Is that fair statement? Everyone agree with us? Right. So what, what, what is the goal maybe sometimes seems scary, but the application is for us at our level. So what we should do is think about things before we do it. Is it going to be positive or negative, right? You're going to, uh, you know, uh, when you're a parent and you're dealing with kids, you have to think when there's difficulties, when my doing is going to make me closer or farther. When you're in marriage, right, people do things. Will this act be better or worse? Right? When you're making, uh, taking a vacation, right? you're going to pick things. You think ahead of time, well, where am I going to go? What's the food situation going to be like? How am I going to, how is, how, what am I going to get to Shaw and Shabbos or this or that? Or my husband, a million things. A person thinks about beforehand, right? a person can be more successful. And the more we're able to think things out, right? the better off and the more successful we'll be in accomplishing the things we want. <laughs> right, we want well. Everybody, I mean, this everybody wants to be successful in life. Everyone wants to be happy. Everyone wants to have happy marriages. Everyone wants to have uh, a good relationship with their children and successful situations. So you have to think out. Well, what could I be doing instead of going with the punches? I just had a circumstance today. I had to deal with something uh, more of a sticky situation. And I had dealt with this uh, thing before, and the, and the people involved were really lousy people. Really, really lousy people, to be quite frank. Uh, and some of them were lawyers, which, you know, which makes which is why they're pretty lousy people. Uh, so, yeah, and, I had to, and I had to deal with it because it was in, in best interest. So I think I could have been, I, I, my emotionally, I wanted to like, kill them. Like literally kill them before I went on the phone. I said, I'm not like, literally kill them, but you know, I had, I had, I, I had, I would have enjoyed being a little strong, and but I, I, it wasn't my goal, right? My my goal was to get something accomplished, right? So my, it, you know, it was, it's, you know, it's a property type thing with some different thing, you know. So my goal was to get something accomplished. I'm trying to think is 
before I made that call, before I dealt with it, I had my game plan of what I could be doing and how I'm doing. I didn't just call the people up and say, you incompetent, you know, or you know what you guys did last time, or you know this, you know. I thought about like what I wanted to do, right? Because if I didn't think about it, then I wouldn't be to whatever kind of successful as successful. And so in life, where we're, where the goal says is to think about things uh, before we do it, to weigh them out. Is it beneficial? Is it not beneficial? Anytime you're heated, by the way, this is for sure true. Anytime a person's emotional, upset, heated, sad, anxious, and they're going to make a decision, they should, first of all, better than not make any, any important decisions at that point because you're compromised. Right? Whenever you're mad, it's not a good thing to make a decision. Whenever you're sad, depressed, anxious, never a good idea to make any decision that's not necessary. But if you're going to have to deal with situations, you don't always have a luxury of waiting, right? You need to think out beforehand what's really important, what's really it is. Because if you don't, that's where people make critical errors. So, be, so she, to weigh, weigh things out. Right? Look over your deeds. One of the, the Balmashah says an unbelievable thing. Unbelievable. It's worth it to wake up today just to be reminded about this. And that is, when you mess up or you do something right, play it over in your head. Right? If something goes wrong or something goes well, play it over and see how you would do it in the future. If you did it right, think, oh, I'll do this in the future again. Right? And if you did something wrong, you know how you, the best way, Revol Bozatzal, who was one of the great Bali Moser used to say, you should project yourself. Let's say you got upset at somebody or a situation or you got frustrated or you you're in a bad mood and you didn't dive in that day, <laughs> you know, or you benched, right? You enjoyed a good meal and then you bench and 15 seconds are left and you wake up, you get up after this meal. I said this, I said this is an unbelievable thing. I was last week. I had lunch. Was it last week? Yes, last week, Monday. Oh my goodness, I had lunch with somebody last Monday. I would have had it apart. It's not you know, he's making me wait. So I was, uh, as at Izzy's, I, 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 had a, it was, I had lunch with the person. It ended up being a two-hour lunch. I, I push it. I don't know what happened. I, like, I, I was with a guy, you know, very intelligent, whatever type of guy, not a person from Amakad. And uh, I, I, I started to talk to my wife. My wife called me a couple of times. I told her I called my wife back. I get calls. I was looking, and I look. I I call. I pick up my phone. She called me a few times. You know, I was like, "I'll call you back in a few minutes." I'm gonna, I'm gonna go going soon. It was two hours. I couldn't believe it. I don't go for two-hour lunches. I don't have time for. Well, has room time for a two-hour lunch? I don't have time. I was fundraising. I was here, but I had no time for two hours. I look at me. I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" It's a very enjoyable lunch. I mean, time flew. Guy was a brilliant person, successful person. I'm telling you. I enjoyed lunch for two hours. I was re- I started a bench. Get out of there, you know. And like I think I was like, here I am. Like, I stopped myself in the middle of benching. Like, you know, I, I, all the time in the world. And then benching, bam, right. And it's, you know, it's gonna zoom it, zoom it through. So there have been times where I didn't catch myself in benching, and I bench. I think to myself like, I really feel bad. That's honestly like, you know. If I would be uh, benching, first of all, if you, even if you even if you can't appreciate the idea of thanking God and appreciating it, and it's the one bracha in the Torah. If anyone ever asks you what's the bracha in the Torah, it's benching. 
right? Benching is the bracha for the Torah. I mean, if you don't even care about that, which is what you should care about, it's a school of for parnasa. It's a, it's a suspicious for health and for hatzlacha because you're thanking God. You know, sometimes I, I, I'll, I'll go quickly and I feel bad about, you know, and I set up for benching. So you know what I think? I think to myself, I play it out in my head. Next time, even if I'm in a rush, I'm not in such a rush because if I'm in such a rush, I would have been gone 20 minutes ago. Right? I'll bench in my head slowly. I'll, I'll slow down in my head and I'll play it over. You know, I, 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 like all parents, I mess up some of my kids. So I'll like, and, and you know, kids is instantaneous, by the way. You know, adults, you can pause. You can put the pause button. You're also going to see this, you know, Bishad Toba. Kids get older, it's not, they, they, they get, no, challenging, 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 challenging. They don't like, like they, you know, and, and I can get hit by like six at a time, like bam, bam, bam. So like, you know, you get, you, it go, uh, you, so there's no question, every parent, part of being a parent is refinement, doing better, Knowing the kid better, like you, you said, but you know what? You don't just do the stupid, same stupid mistakes over and over, right? You, you, so one of the things that I will do is I'll think out, I'll think out it's something I have to plan out beforehand. So I'll do it beforehand, and if I mess up, I will think to myself, okay, next time this is what I'll do. The next time I, I will, and one of the ways to change is to play out in your head and do it. And if I did something right, I'll see myself doing that again, right? I'll. Now, you'll look it over, do it, do it again. Now, this, by the way, on all big decisions, you shouldn't do this. But on small things, there's like, you know what, you know what this is? You know what Musr is? I once heard from a great mashkiach. Musr is like vitamins. You don't do it all day. If everyone's thinking this all day, you're going to go crazy. You jump off a roof. Right? There's a point in the day, you think over your life, you spend a few minutes, you audit your day, you analyze your day, and that's how a person becomes more successful and does better. I mean, you just... You, and, and also, I'll just tell you what happens, because I know this, because I have people come to my office this way. They, they are upset, or things go wrong, or they're angry, and instead of fixing the situation, they, they, they get caught in, like a, in a scratched record. You know? And so the energy you could have used to doing better with your children, with your marriage, your personal spirituality, and in, 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 in a million areas of life, in, 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 in Hashem, if, you, if a person thinks out how to do it, puts the energy that way, they improve and they do better. So that's what Zahiris is. Shiyalafam Zichun Klamai. So if a person thinks over Yishkol, Mishkol. They went out, should I really have done this? And should I really have done this? And if it's the case is no, play out in your head a couple of times what, how I would have done it and see yourself being successful. Envision success, right? Envi- a person should envision success and that's like successful. So yes? You just asked my question. Too. But playing it over in your head and envisioning success, because I'm thinking you can get in the he- ha- rut, the groove of playing it over in your head and feeling bad about it over and over again. Right. But that's what people do. No, that's what people do. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even talking about OCD people. Yeah. That's what almost all people do. Yeah. They get upset and they, they, they let it play off in their head. And, and, and it, and right. it, right. So let me give you an example. Let, let's say. Um, you're dealing with your kids, and your kids are a little older, so you can, you can appreciate it. They, they, they throw a temper tantrum. Okay. So you may think, oh, I should do something differently. Maybe not. Or it could just be like you see yourself remaining calm. You know, you have your, you're cool, you're calm, you lost your temper before. You know, you're cool, calm, and collected. And you, you play it out. What I'll do sometimes, I had great teachers. Actually, I spoke to one of my rebellion today, Harav Shmuel Kamenetsky. I'm going to be in his office on, on, on Monday. Sometimes I'll think, like, what would a Shmuel Kamenetsky do? What would this person do? Right? I'll think, like, 
I'll play out, like, I know what they would do. They wouldn't react in this way. So I'll play out in a way where I've seen people successfully do it. Right? It'll play out, you know, what, I, what that, that vision, like, if you're a mother, sometimes you have someone who you look at as, oh, they're calm, or they're great, and they're probably not really in real life, but they have some aspects of that. So you, vision, you envision your success. Success doesn't mean, does not mean always you get what you want. No one, that, that's setting yourself up for, for failure. Success means, right, success means that you do what you could and you're supposed to do. And that's what success is. You do better even, right? That's success. So it doesn't mean you get your kids to do what you want. Kids are, don't, are not wind-up toys, right? Husbands are not wind-up toys, right? My wife's still working on me, right? And uh, it's not wind but you know what it is? You look, how I can do better? What could I do? How could I do it? And if you didn't do what you could be doing, you play it over in your head, right? You play it over in your head. That's what here's to do to look over our actions and our deeds. Aviyishka, weigh them out. Hazel, liras mayesh bahem mara. Something's not good for me. Something's a bad habit or a bad trait or something I could do better. To get away with it. Right? If it doesn't work, don't keep doing the same thing. Umat uh, and if it's something good, do it again. Right? Do it. bahem and hara. Right? If, if something's bad, you should think over your head. What should I do? Distance yourself and to purify. I mentioned this last week. You know, it's not just you know. Often people they, they do this when things go really wrong. Really, in life, our our goal should be to do it really great. Everyone in this room, all you ladies who came on a, on a on a Wednesday night, right? Fantastic. You could have been sitting home. Could have been relaxing. It could have been. Whatever, a million things you came to, to a share. So it's an unbelievable thing. It really, really is for a person to come to a share to learn Torah, to do better. It's a, it's a desire for spirituality. So it's a, it's not maybe a desire to get out of the house, but it's also a desire to do more. So when you're thinking about, uh, 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 about, about life, you know what? You can live life. I, you know, it, it, imagine the following thing. If your marriage is kaka kaka. What kaka kaka is stolen? It's not Russian. What's kaka kaka? Eh. Eh, so so, right? It's really so so, but eh, it's good also. I like that. <laughs> marriage is eh. You know, marriage is eh. So, who wants a marriage to be eh? Like, who wants their it's happiness? It's worse than eh. What? There's worse than eh. Don't, don't say this uh, what? to Russians. To Russians? Eh? <laughs> okay, I'll be careful. Uh, so, when you, who, who wants the relationship with Hashem to be eh? Really, when you think about it, if you if you're a religious Jew, and you you come to davening, it's eh, you know you 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 come to Shabbos and it's eh, that's sad. It really, that really is a sad reality. A person should want their relationship to be yay, like yay, like yes, like great. You should want your actually yay, yes, great. You should love being a parent. You know, people. Uh, uh, this show has had a couple of unbelievable babies coming late, right? I'm telling you, someone's told me they, they're very, very late. They're happy to wake up 4 o'clock in the morning. They're a tough kid. Tough kid. They're happy to wake up in the morning. That doesn't mean it's, it's not a normal reaction. But you should want to appreciate what you have. We should want to be, feel good. So when we're looking over ideas, like, if we're like, eh, kaka, kaka, one should look over how we could do better. It doesn't, it's not a, there's no magic bullets. It doesn't mean it happens overnight. But any improvement is, is huge. 
Any improvement is fantastic. If you could appreciate Shabbos more, if you could, you know, uh, my wife, you know, is being this Thursday night call-in. Anyone call, you call-in? Anyone call-in to it? You call? You call? To the Thursday night class? Yeah. Right? Somebody will call in. Uh, I'm usually about 10, 12, they call in. So I told me she gave the class. She gains tremendously. It made her Shabbos better. It makes her Shabbos better. You know what that is? You have Shabbos, have it better. So some people it's not Shabbos. Some people it's dominating. Some people it's a different area. But you don't, you want to, even if you're not doing poorly, if you could do better, if you could be, you know, things going smoother, right? That's fantastic. That's huge. The Dabar Nodino Chazal, our sages taught us, at some level, at some level, it would be better that almost Sinai wasn't created because there's a tremendous, uh, this it, is coming from a certain prism, there's a tremendous uh, obligation it has. But now that a person's created, the person should look over their deeds, what deeds should do, and even their deeds look over what we could do better. Uh, yeah, you're davening. Yeah, you're giving showers. But could you do, be doing those things uh, better? The tzir these two languages, hem these are two excellent and ex- and beneficial ma'od uh, things to, to exorcisms. Kinapishras for ma'isen, looking over one's deeds, searching one's deeds. Right? Look at the general reality, right? You know, a general reality. How am I doing? Right? Like I mentioned Mayor Koch. Remember Mayor Koch? Remember Mayor Koch? I mentioned Mayor Koch, remember? I mentioned it all back. He was the mayor of New York. He started saying, How am I doing? That was, he wants to walk around New York City. How am I doing? <laughs> how am I doing? He was like, How am I doing? You, you should, you don't, don't ask people how you're doing, but like, oh, you look weird, right? He was doing it as mayor. Someone comes up to me, How am I doing? I'm like, Look like okay to me, but. Yeah, you, at some level, you want to ask yourself, "How am I doing?" Right? How am I doing? You know, you want you, you want to look over. If you're an employee, how am I doing? Am, you know, am I, how am I doing? So you want to look over generally, right? Generally, how am I doing? That's a piece for my sin. It's not things I shouldn't be doing. If you're an employee, listen. When I was younger, I played basketball. Right? I, I, I played for the basketball team. Uh, um, I put a lot of time in time I was younger, <laughs> for better or for worse. Uh, you know, but you know, I was I was a mashugana. I went to put, I took it very seriously. So if I when I, when I have a game, you know, I wouldn't drink soda because I would be careful what I eat for two days before because I wanted to play well, right? So I, I haven't, you know, in life, if you want to do well, if you take your marriage seriously, if something's not going, you know, if everyone turns to me, I'll pick a marriage today. Something's not doing well. Something's counterproductive. You know, I'll give an example. I had a friend of mine, actually a friend of mine, who told me that his Rosh Hashiva, my brother-in-law actually told me this, his Rosh Hashiva was a big Rosh Hashiva, and he said that when his Rosh Hashiva used to stay up every Thursday, I think, and Friday nights, like, something like a crazy thing, before he got married. There's a bacha, he'd stay up the whole night, sleep a little bit the night, and go, and he would learn the whole night. When he got married, he was told by two, by Rav Pam, who was Rosh Hashiva, with us, Rav Shner Cutler with Rav Shiva Lakewood, you cannot do that anymore. You cannot do that anymore because they said that when you're a bachar, you don't really have to answer it to anyone. You, on Shabbos, you go to sleep and take a nap. When you're married, you cannot be edgy with your wife. So here you have a great thing. When you were single, when you were in yeshiva, 
This made you for the top boys in the yeshiva. You would stay up all night to learn Torah. Isn't that great? If you're in yeshiva, that's great. But you know what? When you're married, that same exact thing is actually counterproductive. That means to look over your actions. Just because it even seems good, it's really good. It's a really good idea. Right? Doesn't mean, doesn't mean that it's good in marriage. Right? Doesn't mean that. So you gotta look that over. Right? You could be doing something you do when you're single, and right now I shouldn't be doing that. Or, or, or there's something I, 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 that, that you know, I'm doing really well. I see you know, I, when your husband came home, you're wearing makeup and a shade though, and he said, wow, you look great. That's a symbol. When your husband says, wow, you look great, do it again. <laughs> that should come to mind. Cha-ching. He says that. Wow, you look great. You know, for some reason, when you weren't wearing makeup and you're wearing a snood and you're wearing pajamas, maybe he's excited and he said you look great. But if he doesn't say that and now he says you look great, that should be, maybe, and if he doesn't say anything, maybe it doesn't make a difference. Not all husbands care about that. You know, different strokes for different folks. You know what he says? It's great. It's great when you make him breakfast. It's fantastic. Wow, thank you so much. Right? Uh, or it's great that you, you, you call them at work. He really appreciates it. Thank you so much for calling. So if anything like that, that's a symbol, like that's something to do. <laughs> that's something that's appreciated. That's like a, a global thing. You think to yourself, like, that works. That's a good idea. That works. Oh, if I, if, if, if I eat late at night, I, I'm cranky. So I don't do that. You know, you used to do that when you were single. Don't do that now. Right? You know, and when you're a parent, there are other things that come. You know, when you're, when you're a parent, you have to change things. And, if, and it, you know, there are people who, if they don't exercise, you know, are wrecks. So they have a lot of things to do. And they should exercise, right? They should go for a walk. They should exercise. So they can tell you, well, you know, I'm very busy. I'm doing this active chesed. I'm doing this. But you know what happens? It throws them off in a million other areas. And so a person has to think what works and what doesn't work. That's a, those are general things, right? General things which are specific to you as an individual. Then after you do this, you peace with your maizim. Animsa by maizim is things you shouldn't do. Asher mitz Hashem v'chukav. You find something that's bad. There are men, they go on the internet, and every time they go on the internet, they end up in the wrong place. Every single time. I've had them in my office. I've, and I've heard the stories from others. Right? Like, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, question. I'm talking about, woo, bad. No details, right? Bad. So guess what? You better have a darn good filter. I mean, most people need to have the internet. You can't get on the internet if you have it. So get a filter. Don't use an excuse. No excuses. Right? If you end up in the abyss, right? You know, then you cannot, you, you're, don't, don't think it's going to change. Right? If you, if there, there are certain people that whenever, that whenever they are upset, whenever they're upset, they say stupid things, hurtful things. So you know what? If that's your case, you need to know that you cannot interact when you're like that. Period. Period. There's a, there's a famous story, the Chabetz Chaim, the Meshachach was in the Gedoli Hador. They got into a vehement Arctic disagreement about a very important thing for the Jewish people. Very, very important thing. And the Meshachach strongly disagreed with the Chabetz Chaim. And in the middle of the conversation, he walked out of the room. And they walked out. Because he... he because he said he was, he was constrained to Chabad Chaim. You know, like he felt he was so off. And it was, you know, not just talking about themselves. They were talking about what's going to affect millions of Jews. So Chabad Chaim said, oh, he's a Kayan. You know, Chabad Chaim was awesome. Chabad Chaim known for like Gemara's death. And you know what the Chabad Chaim did? He walked out of the room. He didn't continue the conversation. 
right? A person, if you're the type of person who, who gets uh, angry or sad or depressed or anxious, so you got to know there are certain times you cannot do things. Because every time you do things in those, those moments, you will make critical errors. You can say things that are hurt, hurtful to people. You can do dumb things, right? So you need to know that when you're like that, you're not doing anything stupid. That's it. You, you can't repeat the same thing over, right? You just cannot, you cannot do the same things. So if a person comes to that crystallization, whenever I'm like this, right? You know, then I cannot do it. You know, there's a person who told me, I will not go to this person's house. Why? Because every time they go there, they hear Lashon Hara. So fine, but don't go there. You're absolutely right, don't go there. And some people, when they go to someone's house, they get angry because they like the food. You don't have to go to people's houses. If it's negative, if it's not much negative for you, don't do it. If you end up speaking Lashon Hara at the table, Right? Then don't go to that. Why would you go to a place where you know you don't speak Lashara? Why, if you get angry, and every time you get angry, you say hurtful things, don't get into these conversations when you're angry. You need to figure out a way how to get out of it. Right? A person cannot repeat the same things over and over. Right? A person will need, so you look at the general things. If this doesn't work, what should I do? How should I deal, deal with it? Acha um, Mishmash, the Mishmash, is uh, I feel like to look over is there is some improper thing I could do better is a chelik something which is still negative which which it, which it does or is it like a person who goes who looks at a bag it looks at a garment they look at the quality right before they buy it they look it over right before you buy a house you look at it on the cabinets look it over the guy buy a car. Live I tell you about chazakos. Is it good quality? Is it poor quality? Is it strong? Can you watch the mice? The person should look over these the same way. How's the engine run? Right, the tires good. How's the ignition? Right, so too of our deeds. Live chun to chunaisim betachas havchana to look at the nature with the most rigorous examination. Ashes sharazachanach until it's done in the best possible way. Right? Otherwise, what happens is you become an Orthodox Jew. Being an Orthodox Jew is the best. And the worst thing in the world. The best, the worst thing in the world. The best thing in the world is, oh, you're following Shem's Torah, beautiful. The worst thing in this world is, it's like, you, you become a sociological fact. I bench, oh, I'm good. I daven, I'm good. I keep Shabbos, I'm good. So, you're religious. I'm religious. But it's religious. There's no focus on how you bench. There's no focus on how you keep Shabbos. Don't focus on you know uh, how you learn. It's 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 all you've done it. I, I, I've made it. I'm I'm keeping Shabbos and kosher. I'm doing all these things. Right? There's no there's no there's no litmus test of doing better. Right. So that's a terrible thing. Now I mentioned a story about about about, about a, a, a chassidish guy I knew. He was the worst guy. He thought he dressed like a chassid. He can do whatever he wants. You know because I dressed like a chassid. And there are plenty of chassidim who are tzaddikim, really good people, really righteous people. Right? But the person has to be able to look into themselves. And see, you know what they could be doing, and how and, and, and how they do it, and, and, and how they do it, and if there's things they can do better. Just don't say I keep Shabbos and kosher. You know, I go to the mikvah. You know, I don't go to the mikvah. Oh, actually, I do go to the mikvah, but uh, before Shabbos, I, you know, I, I do this. No, if a person could do things better, that's what they should do. If they do things happier, more efficient, more carefully, that's what one should do. Again, and I just want to stress: it's all your fault, Miss Korea. It would say scary. I, Musr is like weightlifting, right? It's really like weightlifting, right? You lift weights. Anyone, anyone lift weights here? Just stolen? 
So how do you lift weights? If you have a dumbbell, it's too big. What happens if you try to lift it? You hurt yourself. You hurt yourself. So what do you, what's the, what does the weight lift to do? You lose the small weight. You do reps and you build yourself up. Right? That's what muscle is. You, you, person, you, have to, the, it, we, you do enough reps, you get to the next level. And that's, you know, and that's where you, that's where you go. You, you go too far too fast, you, actually it's counterproductive. It's hurtful. It's, and, right? So you have to do it. You, know, you pick it, you do enough reps, and you go on to the next level. But person, this, the, the stupid thing is, a person walks in the gym, they try to pick up a, a, a big dumbbell, a huge dumbbell, 200-pound dumbbell, they can't pick it up, and they walk out. <laughs> Forget about it. It's not for me. I can't do it. No, a smart person takes, they can't do 200 pounds, they can't do 100 pounds, they can't even do 50 pounds, they take a 20-pound dumbbell, and they go over and over and over again, and they work this up, they get, they get to 30 pounds, they get to 40 pounds, and they end up in good shape. <laughs> they end up with some muscle tone, they end up strong, right? Most of the same way, your person works on themselves, you know, according to their level, according to who they are, and they do enough reps or something, and they go on to, to the next level. If you look at the 200-pound dumbbell, then everything seems impossible, right? You cannot go to the gym and, and be successful. So Musa Lahavdil is about taking the, the weights on our level, doing reps, and advancing. Not, not coasting, but actually advancing. Kladavr. The bottom line is for a person to have Zahiris, which is vigilance, over our deeds. Ma'ayin al A person should analyze their deeds. And to look over our ways. This person should not come to a bad habit and bad, a bad character traits. Certainly that person should not get into a lifestyle where they're consistently sitting in an area because they haven't looked it over, because they either became legend or they became stuck in a rut where they cannot get out, right? Or they don't want to get out, or they other in. Over every day. Like people merchants, business people. You have a business, you look over. It's like, you know, you listen to some of these people in high tech for doing. The company is constantly auditing itself. Is our product good? Is it, are we doing better? Right? Otherwise, anyone ever hear of Atari? Commodore? Yeah. I love Shalom? Right, sort of things. Hey, the Wang computer. What? Also the Wang computer. The Wang, right? You can see the computer museums. Yeah. Right? Once upon a time, these were the top of the field. You don't get ahead. There are people, businesses are going ahead. So companies are looking over. You have business, you look over. Let me ask you a question. Pars, I'm not talking about the, the deli. It's going to come soon, right? Pesach. Do you keep a, like, a tab of what, what sells and what, what doesn't sell? Kind of. If you buy a product which does which no one buys, you buy it the next year. No. no, right? You get you say you know you don't buy the same thing. Nobody buys this product. You'll be crazy to buy the next year. Like, you know, if you're if you're in a store, you want to make sure what sells, what what goes, what spoils, what companies deliver, what works. Right? That's how companies work. Right? Like and people in business, they think over what clients do, how you get it. If you're if you're an advertising, you see where you get business from. You don't, Advertise in a place over and over and over again where you get, you get no revenue. So, just like Schorim Hagdun, show you false Talmud, it's going to look over their operations. That they should not break down. They, they dedicate every good business, every good company has dedicated times to evaluate the business, to, you know, uh, to, to look over it. That their evaluation passes. And sometimes, by the way, you know what companies do where they have retreats. Now, what's the point of a retreat in a, in a company? So it's part of it is to bond the company. Part of it is to think outside the box. Like how could we be doing better? 
How, what, what could we be doing? Sometimes that's, we all need that, by the way. Sometimes to be treated as a person, you know, the, the, the Hasidim used to go into the forest. The Balibus would go into the forest. That was Heshi, goes into the forest. That's a retreat. You look over, you know, you, you reboot. Like, you think differently in different places sometimes. You have a retreat. Whatever it is, a person, you can't do things over and, you know, not think about it. But it's well invested time. It's a good investment of time. It's, it's worth the effort and time. So it shouldn't be like haphazard. Because right? you don't dedicate time to it. It's on a fling. Then you're not really going to... Nothing's going to really work. Put it at that time. The benefits are immense. The benefits are great. It's huge. It's fantastic. What is it? Like I mentioned, I will walk home tonight. Actually, not my car. I'm stuck. I forgot about this. So I won't walk home. I'm going to go out drive home. I'll walk around the block. I'll think about my day. You know, I, I, don't, I don't walk around all day thinking like, you know, like, you know, I'll walk into a wall, whatever it be, you know. But, you know, a person spends time. You think about your life. You, you evaluate what we can do. It's a good investment of time. It's a, it, the dividends are tremendous. And first of all, we come to self-knowledge. Self-knowledge is worth a tremendous amount. The more we understand what makes ourselves tick, the more we understand what makes us, makes us happy, the more we understand what's good for us and what's bad for us, the better decisions we make immediately. And more than that, it will improve what we do, how we do it, and who we deal with. It will improve our relationships if we deal with it correctly. That's, that's huge. It will improve our happiness if we deal with it correctly. Because when you make the same mistakes or make mistakes, it's not a great feeling. You know, getting angry and making dumb mistakes, you know, not having, having a eh, relationship with your spouse, having an eh, relationship with Hashem, is not great. It doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't... It's not a wonderful feeling. Like, how are you doing today? I'm feeling eh. Like, I feel exciting. You feel eh? I mean, it doesn't, it's not even inspiring. Do you, are you inspired by people who feel... I'm going to ask a Russian eh. Are you... You're Russian also. <laughs> are you inspired? Are you hear eh. That, that, someone say, how's that school? I want to send my child. I say eh. Is that when you're sending me to school? I want to go for some vacation. How's it? Eh. Does anyone go for vacation if you're eh? Nobody wants to go to those places. Well... No one wants to be around an F person, and you don't want to be around yourself if you're an F person. You want to be around yourself if things are going well, things are doing so. And the best way to have that, and it's all of life is about having ed days. So you can't avoid ed days. Ed days is part of life. What, what day? Yeah. yeah oh, some days are just the dark days are gloomy. You know, it's part of life. You know, it's not, life is not like this. But your general course of action should be one of happiness, one of growth, one of doing better. And by the way, if you, even if you don't do well, if you feel like you're improving, you feel good about yourself. You feel good about the world. When you see improvement in anything, I can tell my kids that, that, that they, 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 the, the one, if you feel like you're doing better, you feel great. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. You know why? You, you, it's it, improvement is a spark of divinity. It's a spark of of, of, of you know of doing more of doing more. That's what humans are all about. The Chazal, our sages, our sages taught the tremendous importance of having reflection, self-analysis. The Gemara says in Baba Basra that they would say the Moshlim, the Moshlim are the, the, the poets. Right? You should come to Cheshbon, which was literally was a, was a, was a, based on a, on a Pasuk by Og. Right? Uh, by Sichon. So, people who rule over 
their own difficulties, their own Yetzirahs, they say, They look over, what's, what, what do I gain by things? What do I really gain? You know, I mentioned this story once. Somebody, a girl told me uh, that she had to dress provocatively because she was in a certain company where that was the expectation. And she felt a tremendous pressure to dress that way. For that, that was the, 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 the dress of all the ladies. She didn't want to be uh, a Puritan in that place. And she, you know, so you think about it, like, you start weighing out, like, you know, I, I'm like, what I thought, but you, there's pressures in life. Think about what, what you get for the smaller people who sell their souls in a million ways, right? They sell their principles, they sell who they are. There are people, you know, you th- there are people, you know, who, who make such foolish decisions, which they regret afterwards because they lose perspective, right? So, Akin Yomru HaMayishlam, what's the hafzir of a mitzvah? Kenegat Schar, Uschar, Veira. Kenegan and the reward for an Avera Kenegan Hasera. Bezelo Yuchal Za Eitza Amita is us. Because this is the most important advice. It's a little bit it reiterates here, but it's an important thing. You don't hear this every day. About the importance of investing time to self reflection. I, 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 many years ago, I used to know when I was, when I was younger, when you're younger, you're a little bit more insecure, and you're, you, have to be with, you have to be with the fellas. So I used to always, when you be in yeshiva, you go, oh, who's going to town? Let me ask you who's going to come with me. You know, who's going to town? You, know, you, you gotta go with somebody. You know what I mean? Can't, when you're 16 or 17 or 18 years old, you don't even walk in the street by yourself. God forbid. So, who's coming? So I once saw that Revolver said the best time is when you're by yourself. Do the thing. You know, I once went to her shoes of Zelda Epstein of Blessed Memory and told me, the best walks are when you don't talk. You just think, yeah, and it's important to talk and have f- friendships and relationships. It's, all, it's important to do that as well. There's something about not going with somebody. Something about being with yourself. Something in a healthy way. When you're looking at your life and thinking what you could do better, dreaming in your life, having visions for yourself, thinking of, of what I would like to be, how I could be do, do better. Um, right. You know who's successful in, in beating their own Yetzirah? Because each one of us have a specific Yetzirah to ourselves. We all have our own tests and challenges, tribulations, and, and the Yetzirah, as the Zara says, wants us to be successful. Right? Even though it will, it will test us to the core, the Yetzirah, at some level, is there to allow us to beat him. But who was successful in the Yetzirah? Who could, who could tell us how to be successful? The sages. They're people who beat the Yetzirah. They know the trick of how to beat it. Right? Don't listen to a person who, who's, under the, under the, uh, who's following the Yetzirah. They can't tell you how to be successful. Some psychologist is going to give you advice. Now, there's, some, there's many great, wonderful psychologists. And they do a lot of good job. And I, and I've said people with psychologists. But, you know, for, for, for certain focused areas, you know, they're not going to tell you how to beat your Yetzirah. They may have to tell you how to be successful in a certain area of life that that person has in. But, you know, I, they themselves have a messed up life. You know, I was once saying, with, I, I once, I, I, somebody, oh, a psychologist to his credit once called me that he had a client who I knew, not for, actually a person that was from uh, somewhere northern in California. And he asked me to meet with him for lunch. So fine, I met with him for lunch. This was a Jerusalem, Jerusalem bar and grill of blessed memory. So, uh, I meet with a guy, and the guy starts talking about his life. We spoke for like an hour. He was actually a very capable guy, very capable guy. 
But like his, on I, when he was in, in the conversation, I heard a little bit of his life. He himself was messed up. Thinking to myself, like he's messed up. Like for, for the thing he had to do, he was fine. But I'm gonna. This is the this is the person who's gonna be leading you the leading you to the promised land. He's not gonna lead you to the promised land. He was helpful. If a person has a certain condition, he's wonderful, great. But who, who if you want to beat the Sahara, and again, I'm all for ther- I don't, this is being taped. I want to make this clear. clear. There are many therapists who actually have, have beat the Yitzhah. My mother was a therapist. She's a great lady, right? And I know many psychologists who are fantastic. But that's not because they're psychologists. Because they're people who are worked on developed individuals. Besides that, you know, whether you're a social worker or a therapist or a psychiatrist, you know, they may or may not be help, good, great. I mean, they can help be helpful. So I think like doctors. Some doctors are great. And some doctors are, are not great, right? So, I mean, who's going to help a person beat the Yitzhah? person stole the only they're blinded to an extent. You make darkness at some level, this world is compared to night. But here's the thing. Hashem puts us in this world, every one of us, to be successful. Every one of us has a tremendous opportunity in this world to be successful. And success is by being the people who we could and should be. The most important way that we could be successful, the starting point for us to be successful, is A, learning a work like this, which actually empowers us to do what we need to do, but B, to spend time looking at the things that we do, analyzing the things we do, giving time things we do, not being discouraged, but by using that time to improve, if we do that, our life will be richer, better, and more successful. Hold it. Thank you.